Welcome back to the Grip Wild Men Who Matter podcast. We are in the midst of the heat of the summer right now. We are in Alabama, and if you've ever spent any time in the South, you know that when July rolls around, things start heating up, and we are just surviving the brutal heat here in Alabama. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Wisdom, and as always, I got my man, Brandon Broach, with me. What about this summer heat, Dude, I was on the phone this morning with a buddy of mine, and he was on his way back from the gym when I was on my way to the office this morning. He was giving me a hard time. Man, you need to get over. You need to get get in the gym, dude. And I said, listen, you come work eight hours in my warehouse in July, and it's 110 degrees, throwing 50 pound bags around. That's my gym. It's built in. Yeah, it's uh, it gets pretty miserable uh, around here in the summer. If you guys don't know, uh, we we have a, a feed company that kind of a deer feed company that parallels uh, Grip Wild and 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 kind of the nonprofit ministry side of Grip Wild is we try to just help and equip men and even more so outdoorsmen, um, people who just love being in the midst of God's creation. Um, we just Look, we're just doing life with those men, but alongside of it, we have we have a feed company. And look, <laughs> in the middle of the summer, uh, there's nothing pleasant about working out in the warehouse. Um, I'm constantly trying to check on my guys, making sure one they're alive, <laughs> and two, I'm I'm not about to have a mutiny on my hands because look, it, it's just there's no way to put it. There's there's no way to make it any prettier than it is it is rough it is hot it is dirty it's a grind around here this time of year i think though that that's one of the things i love about it because at the end of the day we don't doubt whether or not we did something we may not have got it all done but when you go home sweaty dirty man you did work that's for sure and there's a little bit of a rewarding feeling in that going home at the end of the day that's right we at, at the very least we get something done every day, you know. I mean, you're you're usually sweating five minutes into the day. It's not like you know. It's not like the uh, uh, around the coffee pot in the office start. Uh, we we usually hit hit play and go. And um, <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, you, you you are uh, you're pretty spent. And so, but it is what it is. Uh, I've lived in in Alabama most of my life, and, and and people ask me all the time, "Do you get used to the summer heat?" And my answer always is, "No." <laughs> I mean, it's um, I'm 36 years into this, and every year is uh, just as terrible as the last. I don't last. know why that is. It's like we're surprised every year. Yeah, I think it's because in Alabama we've moved really to where we have two seasons. Yeah, there's the not hot season and the hot season. Yeah, and it just shows up. Yeah, you know, in school they teach you that there's four seasons. <laughs> in Alabama, there's two. That's I mean, it's either hot or it's not hot. <laughs> that's that's basically it. There's either leaves on the tree or there's not leaves on the tree. That's right. Um, and so, but look, guys, we're glad to be back with you again today. And and you know. To that note of just being in the midst of the summer and hot and a grind, and this seems like it's a battle every day. We want to talk a little bit about 
um, that context, that 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 element of being in a fight, being in the battle, being in the grind, and what that looks like, and how to come how to come out on the other side more productive, more successful, and 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 just what's one tool to to use to push through those fights in your life and those seasons of press those seasons where you feel like you are being pressed from all sides and and our hope is that maybe we can help you come out the other end of that successful better experience some growth and 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 so let's see what let's see what happens with that b well so here's the thing i just set the table like this how you respond in a fight in a challenge or in a in a pressure situation how you respond dictates the outcome of the circumstance, right? I mean, I can say this with with pretty good confidence that we are all in the midst of a battle and we're all in a place, but we want to be somewhere else, right? Hopefully we're all men moving in a direction, right? We're, we're moving towards something, either chasing a dream, pursuing a goal, just trying to be better, right? We're, we're not where we want to end up but we're not where we used to be. Absolutely. So we're in motion. And here's one thing you guys have to grasp, and you know this, but you really need to wrap your head around it. Every pursuit, whether it's your career, it's it's a startup business, it's a relationship, it's your family, your being a parent, being a whatever it is, every pursuit of life, there will be conflict. There will be times where maybe choices were made poorly, where maybe decisions were not made at their best. Maybe there was something said that was not taken right. And so, guys, what we want to talk about today and what we want you to really grasp, it's not about the seasons of struggle and it's not about the poor choices and the, and the fights that you're in. It's about how you respond in those time, times, your response is going to be key to everything on the backside of that tension. And you've got to learn what that looks like. Well, because here's the beautiful thing. We're men, and whether or not you would embody this, hey, we're made to fight. That's right. I mean, we, we like... Sometimes you just wake up looking for a fight. That's right. And I'm not talking about a street fight, a fist fight, but hey, I like being challenged. I like something being put in front of me and somebody saying, man, you can't do that. I mean, there's something inside of me that immediately goes, wait a minute. We'll see about that. I'll show you. Right. Absolutely. So, so think about how boring life would be if there wasn't a challenge. I think we live sometimes in the fantasy of like, man, if I could just get to that place, there wouldn't be any more hardship. If I can just get to that dollar amount or that bank account or that, you know, whatever, whatever that pinnacle is, quote unquote, you know, oh, it, it wouldn't be such a struggle. But man, I, I think in my life, if I didn't have... If I didn't have something in front of me, a challenge in front of me, boy, it'd be it'd be kind of boring. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you, and you talked before we came on air is you made this this statement that, that I really want to try to peel back. I loved it. It's it's you, we were talking about the context of like how you respond in the midst of your fight or your struggle, your 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 grind, whatever it is, whatever it is, you is how you respond. But you, you made this statement that your words in a fight, your words will dictate the outcome of that fight. And let's let's use the word fight in a broader term. We're not like you said. We're not talking necessarily about a fist fight. And maybe we are. Maybe we're talking about a, a fight with your wife, right? But you know, or or, or or a fight for life, or you know, just trying to solve problems in the midst of your workplace. The your words will dictate the outcome of your struggle. Let's peel that back. What what were you thinking when you said that? So I think words words was 
when I said your words, that was my choice, but really it's, it's how you respond. It's my perspective. How do you see your challenge in the midst of it? Cause I think we have two options. And a lot of times in life we get faced with a circumstance and we've been working hard or chasing a dream and then you get somewhere and man, it doesn't really look like you thought it was going to look. You know, I started a company two years ago and we were working hard and, you know, some good days and some bad days. And you look up two years later and you're like, man, this is, it's not exactly where I thought we'd be. Or, and you got, you know, a relationship and maybe you've been married for a little while and you look up five, six years down the road and it, you're not necessarily where you thought you'd be. And that's not necessarily always a bad thing, but there's a gap between where you thought you'd be and where you actually are. And I think we have a choice at that point. And I know a lot of guys, it's, it's easy just to lay down and say, well, I'll never man, I don't, I guess I'll just never be that, or I Mm -hmm. guess I'll never be him or have that thing. And that's a sad statement because, man, I think we're laying down Mm -hmm. and I think you're, you're getting away from how you were designed as men, man, give me that challenge. Let me rise above it. Let me climb that hill. And so how do we make that choice? And so part of it is how we respond. And when I say, you know, your words matter, I think it's because how we shape our thoughts, how we speak in that moment, what comes out of us when we're pressed, first of all, shows our character, right? If you squeeze an orange, orange juice is coming out. So when you're pressed in, in, a, in a pressure situation or in a challenge, what's coming out of you reveals what's mm-hmm. going on on the inside. So we got to work a little bit on the inside. But then secondarily, and how we respond, even the words we say, how we, how, we, how we act, that can control what happens next. And you mentioned, and think about it, a personal conflict, right? If I'm in a disagreement with somebody, if you and I are having a disagreement, man, I, got, I could say one thing, that's going to change the tone of it. I could say one, you know, snarky comment that could just escalate it. Now we're just fighting. Now we're just saying stuff to say it. Um, and what I, what I really, you know, hear in this moment is it's in the book of Proverbs in the Bible that a kind word turns away wrath. And I think about that when it comes to talking and, and, and fighting and arguing even with my wife. Like, man, I know what I can say that's really just going to ratchet it up a notch. Mm-hmm. And it generally doesn't end in a good place. But what happens, what do we, how do we respond when things don't look the way we thought they were going to look? It can change the outcome. It can change the temperature of the room. It can change the temperament of what we're dealing with. Because I believe the, the power that we all have individually, I have the power in my brain to shape what's going to happen next. My, my dad always used to talk about growing up, man, self-fulfilling prophecy. And if, if, you, if you don't believe it can happen, it's not going to happen, right? Henry Ford has a great quote. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And it all starts there. Yeah. So no matter what the battle is you're fighting, the battle starts in your mind. How do you see it and how do you respond to it? Yeah, so I think it goes, it goes to this concept of like, we, we really have to consider how we speak over things. And I know that sounds kind of maybe a little bit silly, but you know and I know and anybody who's done it, knows how effective it is when you speak over a situation in a lifting, positive, optimistic, I'm going to take the higher road way, even when you're in the midst of some really pressing, hot, difficult things, the words that come over your out, out of your mouth can literally change the entire situation. Not necessarily your intellect, not necessarily the equipment that you have or, or the access and the resources that you have can change the situation. All those can, but a lot of times they don't. But what is so profound that we see on a day-to-day basis 
is you literally can change the outcome of a situation by the words that you speak over it. And I'm talking literally, Brandon. I'm not just talking like, oh, be kind and loving. I'm talking if you, for example, like when you when you're in the, when we're in a struggle out in the warehouse and things are not going well, and I, I can either choose to go out there and speak words of aggression and disappointment, or go out there and speak words of encouragement and press through and 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 and, and this perseverance mentality. It we always persevere. Think about in sports. Right. Think about in your relationships and your marriage, like when you speak words of affirmation and words of affirming and words of perseverance, the outcome is always better than the alternative. So let's make it tangible. If you're in the middle of a fight or if you're waking up and realizing, man, I'm not I'm not where I want to be yet and it's hard and you're tired. I'm just going to give you three things to think through. There's three steps, right, in my life. The first thing you got to do is you got to stop. Just stop for a second. And somebody told that to me one time, and it's been so helpful because sometimes the best thing you can do is hit pause for a second, especially in today's world, because how easy is it to fire off a text or an email or some kind of communication, and you can't get back, right? Once you say it, it's out there. And so the first thing we got to do is we got to stop for a second. If you'll stop for just a second in the midst of it, take a breath. We can usually prevent further damage with careless words, careless actions, just like you're talking about. Walking out in the warehouse, man, things are broke. It's hot. Guys aren't moving very fast. You got to stop and think about, okay, how am I going to start this conversation? Because it's going to go one way or the other. So the first step, just stop for a second. And breathe. The second step is you got to realize where you are. Now, in the grand scheme of things, stop and realize, man, I'm not where I used to be. Think about that. If you're waking up today and you're dissatisfied with where you find yourself in your journey, in whatever area you're dissatisfied in, realize, man, okay, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. We got to have that perspective. Sometimes in the midst of a challenge, our perspective gets really narrow and all we can see maybe is the, is the fight in front of us. And we forget, man, man, I overcame some stuff, right? I've overcome this and that, and maybe that's given me the tools and the perspective that I need. And the third step is you got to believe. You got to stop, realize where you are, and you got to believe. And that's where we come back to what we were talking about before, man. You got to believe in yourself, believe that you can get there, believe that it's not over, believe that you've got what you need. Because here's what I see. We want so badly for things to be a certain way, whether whether you're praying for a miracle or, man, you just want something so bad. I want to be this. I want to have this career. We just want it then to show up one day. And we're just hoping beyond hope. You know, you keep working, but you're just hoping, man, maybe it'll change. Maybe one day it'll show up. Maybe one day I'll be free from it. And unfortunately, what I see is more times than not, that deliverance comes, the thing that we want comes in the form that we're not expecting it. In other words, what I'm trying to say is maybe you want a miracle and God is a miracle worker, but he oftentimes delivers our miracles in the form of instructions or ingredients and not in a fully finished work Mm -hmm. because we have an active part to play in the future that we want to see. 
So just think about it, like in the Bible, you know, the, all the different stories of really challenging dark situations because because the person's mentality and 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 the and how they reacted and their response to the situation, the the outcome was was extraordinarily better than the situation. I'm thinking about Paul. I mean, he praised God while he was in prison. Think about Joseph. Like he he was in prison, but gained favor with the with the entire prison. So my point is, is just thinking about those guys who were in very challenging situations in our life, and they chose to still praise and and speak life into their situation, not let their situation consume them, not let their challenging and difficult situation consume them, but think about how they could make the best out of a difficult situation. And our, all, all we're trying to say today, guys, is is just think about this concept of we so often, when we're in a tough situation, when we're in a challenging situation, when things don't go well, we tend to have negative attitudes. We tend to kind of get in bad moods. We can we tend to speak negatively about it. I mean, perfect example, this past week, I was um, doing a football camp um, for a high school, and I saw this one kid. He was He clearly was a leader. He clearly was outspoken. He clearly stepped up. He was he was directing. He was just doing everything that a coach or or, or even a, a businessman would love to see in a leader until something didn't go well. And his attitude was so negative, and it was contagious. Um, you know, at some point, I, at one point, I just had to walk up to him and say, "Hey, man." Just think about the idea that your attitude is everything. Like attitude is everything. It is contagious, whether it's negative or positive. And so my point is, is even in a situation where things are challenging or, or things are negative, your attitude is contagious. So a, a positive attitude is contagious, and so is a negative attitude. And so if we can get to a point in our lives where we choose joy, we choose to speak life into a situation. We choose to think about what is good in this situation. I'm going to focus on what is good and how I could potentially have a positive outcome in a struggle. Things will change. It will be, it will be effective. And so here's how I say it. And I see it in my own life, right? When I choose the positive perspective, when I choose to think about the situation, how can I, how can I take what I have and leverage it? for what I want. When I choose that perspective, it rarely actually changes the immediate circumstance, but it always changes me. It always helps me to move through the challenge with a different attitude, with a better mindset towards the goal. In other words, the power of speaking the right words, speaking life and speaking positivity, it's not positive people or optimistic people are not people who are removed from reality, right? I mean, look, the glass has as much water in it as it has. Whether you perceive it to be half empty or half full, there's still a certain amount of water, and we've got to deal in reality. So it's not, it's not to walk through a, a, a tough situation and pretend it's not tough. But how you approach it and the perspective that you have can certainly set the tone for how you're going to continue to fight the fight. And that's what I say. The words that you speak in a moment of fight or battle can change the outcome because it will. It'll set the tone for how you approach the challenge, how you move through a tough season, how you deal with um, adversity in your life. And you'll come out on the other side stronger and further along than where you were when you started. Absolutely. And just guys, don't forget that. 
far too often when things are the most challenging in your life, that means you're the closest to victory than you've ever been. When things are the most challenging in your life, you are closer to the finish line you've ever been. Think about, I heard this last week, a great analogy in, in football. Think about this. You're on the, you're, you know, football players are on the field. You know, you've got, you've got your, your DBs and your receivers, and your, your running backs, your linebackers, and, you know, everyone's kind of, you know, they're big, but, you know, it's just typical college football, professional football. And you drive down the field, you work, you work, you work, you outrun people, you get down to the two yard line, and all of a sudden, you're about to score, and all of a sudden, all of those, those big players leave the game. And the really big players come in. <laughs> Think about it. You get the, the goal line stance, the guy, the 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 huge Samoan, gigantic three fifty plus guys come in, and you're like, oh, I'm almost to the victory. And now I've beat all these big guys, and now there's even bigger guys in front of me, and I got to beat them. And the guys who have this mentality that I'm gonna press through even through the challenging times, and and realizing that. So often, we are at our biggest, we meet the most resistance, we have the most adversaries, we have the most struggle in our lives right before we're on the, we're on the, right at the edge of a breakthrough in our lives. And so my point is saying that and sharing that is, don't let challenging, hard, difficult situations, difficult days, difficult conversations consume you to the point where you lose all your momentum, you lose all of the productivity you've had in your journey, and just realizing that when you are the most hard-pressed in your life, you are probably right at the verge of something extraordinary. And so you Put yourself in a place where your mindset can be, I am going to press through. I'm going to speak uh, life over this situation. I'm going to speak words of victory over this situation. I'm going to press through these difficult times, and I'm going to praise even in the valley so that when I get to my mountaintop, I will be able to rejoice that much more. And, and, and it's not, it's easier said than done. And we get that. We get it, right, Brandon? We get it. It's easier said than yeah. done. But if you begin now thinking through that, preparing for that, having a game plan where you know what, even when I am pressed, I am going to rejoice because I know that my journey is not a journey in vain, that it is a journey towards extraordinary living, living, extraordinary productivity, extraordinary fulfillment that God has prepared for me. But you're going to have to make some choices along the way. So here's a takeaway quote this week, again, from Henry Ford. Just think on this. Try to, try to put it into practice this week. Whether you think you can do something or you think you can't, you're right. It's all about what you choose. Amen to that. Well, until next time, guys, we always enjoy being with you. We, uh, we truly, like as I always say, we truly love just sharing things that we see week to week and, and ch- things that we're challenged with from week to week. And, and we hope that um, they are of value to you guys. And so we appreciate you. And as always, hey, check out our uh, Instagram account, uh, Grip, at Grip Wild Facebook and um, check out our website at gripwild.com. We have some uh, material on there that may be uh, of value to you. We have an email chain that goes out, and look, we don't abuse that. We just we once a week we send out an email of 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 really some just deeper thoughts of the things that we talk about on our podcast. And 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 man, look, if you love our podcast, just 
man, like it, share it, tell people about it. Our, our hope, the only hope we have in this is we're simply trying to equip men to live out a life of extraordinary, significant impact that they were designed for. Um, and that's it. And again, it's not us trying to trying to show you how to do it. It's we're we're walking, we're walking through it with you guys every day, week in and week out. We are having to choose to do and and pour into and and initiate the same things that you're um that we're encouraging you to do and and like i've said before honestly most of the stuff that we talk about it's things that we had to tackle last week and we're talking about it this week it's <laughs> That's right you know we're not like we're not these you know we're not these theologians and biblical scholars and just you know we don't have doctorates or phds in psychology hey we're simply trying to live a life of extraordinary impact and live out the design that God had for us and the purpose that that God had for us so that we wake up every day and we go to bed every night looking in the mirror and we know that we made a difference in the life, in the sphere, in the world that we lived in. And God is looking down on, on us saying, good job, my good and faithful servant. That's it. That's all we're doing every day. We're living it with you. And so until next time, guys, we love you. We're grateful for you. Go be men who matter.